Welcome everybody back to the Friar Talk podcast and YouTube channel. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about our thoughts on the Bob Melvin interview. Um, now, I thought it was pretty cool, just some of the stuff that he said, um, just about you know the the Friar faithful stuff like that. Uh, but I want Isaac, I want you to start out, man, because you were actually at the game that he referenced in the interview. So you want to talk about what you what you thought about Bob Melvin's comments? Yeah, in the game he's talking about where he was talking about how the how it felt like a playoff atmosphere game, 40,000 fans. It was the day after we got Adam Frazier, and I could see why he's saying that, seeing how the A's don't really get a lot of people at their games. And going from there to like a, you know, a Tuesday night game where you probably expect half of the stadium to be filled, maybe a little, maybe like three quarters, and you're going to a packed house. And I remember when Fernando hit the hit the two run bomb. It just the whole place went crazy, and 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 it was it was it felt like a playoff atmosphere. I don't know what it feels like to be actually at a playoff game, but that that's probably it. Um, so I could see why he said that. It was definitely fun for the fans. Apparently, fun for them too. Um, but I think something that really stood out to me was just his desire to win. Obviously, that's going to stand out to a lot of people, but especially just because not only did he say how how passionate he was about winning, but the reason being because this could be his last stop as a manager. And to me, that just says like, damn, he really wants to win. I didn't feel that from Jace Tingler, you know, Jace Tingler's interview. He looked timid. He didn't look like he owned being the manager. Like he was there, but he was, of course, you know, it was his first time addressing the media and everything. But at the same time, this guy, Bob Melvin, you know, he owned that interview. He looked good. He sounded good. Like everything he said just made me excited. So it was definitely an exciting interview, especially when he when he considers you like saying Fernando's the best player, uh, the best young player in baseball, uh, calling Manny a perennial MVP candidate. Like you could say he's kissing up. But those are just facts. This roster is built to win. Um, I think he's going to do a lot of good things for for this roster and. And really this organization, I think he might be what turns around this organization and, and gets us winning for years to come. Um, I've seen people compare this to when uh, Bruce Bochy left the Padres to go with the Giants. Only time will tell with that. However, uh, you know, this guy, everything he said stood out to me. Just really, 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 really good things to hear from him. And, and his desire to win is what stood out to me the most. I'm 100% with you when he said that he was talking with the Potters of the days and when he said that he got the offer, that it was a complete no-brainer. That speaks to how much talent is on the team. We knew the talent that's on the team. We just needed the right manager. And what he says is completely correct. You know, when you go to San Diego, especially with the team we have that early season, it was always fun to watch. Crowds were completely packed in. They believed in this team. They had the teams back 100%. It was good and fun baseball to watch. Then you saw the second half just wasn't so, and you know what? Hopefully Bob Melvin completely changes that around. He makes better decisions. You know, he keeps the analytics. We got our pitching coach. I mean, this season is looking really, really bright. I loved everything he said in that press conference. He loves the environment. He loves the players. He knows this team's capable of it. And just kind of hearing how much he wants to back San Diego and take this team to a World Series, really excited for the season and ready to see what he has at manager. I was actually going to talk about how he said it was a no-brainer decision to join the Padres too, Chase, just because 
I feel like that was such like an impactful statement, just saying that he went there and like that was his clear plan. Like at least that's what it felt like that that's exactly where he wanted to go. Like that was his number one priority um, for his off season and like his future is that he wanted to to move to an organization like that. Uh, he talked about how he, he really praised the fans a lot, um, which is which is a little bit different from my like I think what you typically hear. Like yeah, like you hear people praise the fans, but he was talking more about just the environment of, of baseball in San Diego and, and with the star players that the Padres have. Um, you guys both talked about, you know, the talent that the Padres have. Uh, and I, I think that's it's been there, but a lot of times it feels like the Padres have performed underneath their talent, um, especially last season. And there were a bunch of guys that did that. I think Trent Grisham did, Will Myers. Will Myers was around his numbers, but it felt like a lot of guys, and I think Trent was the big one, um, and then like almost the whole pitching staff, but it felt like a lot of guys just didn't quite perform where they had in past seasons and they were underneath, you know, their averages. Um, and Bob Melvin, uh, Niebla, guys like that, like, and we'll see like how else the staff fills out, but it seems like their main priority is to get those complimentary pieces around Fernando, around Manny, around Joe Musgrove, all of the, all of those other pieces to play up to the level that they're capable of playing. And, with Bob Melvin, I'm a lot more confident than than when I was with Jace Tingler. And and honestly, with a lot of the other candidates that were out there, it felt like not all of them. Like there were definitely people that I liked a lot, but I think Melvin is probably one of the the people that you don't have to worry about like, are they doing a good job in, in the coaching department? Because that was something that we were had been concerned about for a few years. Um, and now it feels like, all right, like they're they've they've made the strides to go really try to win. So super excited there, but any, anything else you guys want to add? Yeah. He brought up how, you know, he's been trying to communicate with some of the players. He's been communicating with Manny the most. Um, so, you know, the captain and, and his new manager being able to communicate so early on in the hiring, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's uh, a big step in the right direction for Bob Melvin that he's taken so early. Of course, that's what all managers do, but we saw how none Apparently, none of the players respected Jace Tingler after his tenure, and who knows if they even did coming in. But um, there was one more thing I wanted to mention. Oh, you know, everyone was trying to say, everyone was discussing how A.J. Preller had said that he wants to let the manager bring in his guys. Well, you know, watching the interview, they asked, uh, I think it was Marty Caswell asked Bob Melvin, do you plan on bringing anyone from the A's um, organization over here? And he said, no. He, I wouldn't say that he said no. He said that it has to be an organizational decision. It's not just going to depend on him, but he wants the organization to give approval as well. However, looking at it, I would say it's not likely that someone comes from the from the A's organization. There, I believe he was either let go or he declined to come back. But some hitting coach from the Red Sox, um, he 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 either got let go or decided not to come back. The Red Sox averaged the most runs in the league, I believe. I'm not sure somewhere up there. And, um, you know, he'd be I think he'd be a really good hitting coach for this team, seeing how easily got a lot of a lot of um, sorry, 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 a lot of um, a lot of sorry, a lot of slack. Oh, I'm stopping a lot of slack. But um, yeah, so so who knows what kind of moves Bob Melvin's going to make? I'm really excited to see what he does either way. I think he's got a bright future in San Diego. Yeah, absolutely. I know Preller said that he wanted the manager to have a giant say and who the coaches was, but I think, you know, you couldn't wait. If you had the chance to get Niebla, you go out and get him. 
And then kind of with the Bob Melvin sign kind of came out to left field for most of us fans because we were all expecting like Ron Washington, Jeff Bannister, like all those guys. And then next thing you know, hey, the owners have hired Bob Melvin. Everyone's like, where did that come from? But honestly, I think this is probably the best signing they could have got. Hopefully he brings a couple of guys from the A's organization uh, just so he has a couple of people he trusts. If not, you know, go out there, hire multiple coaches. That's like my only thing left on this wish list is hire multiple coaches in each category. Get a few hitting coaches, get a few pitching coaches to just help Niebla and let him spread his pitching knowledge to the pitching stuff the best way you can. That's, that's the only thing I got left. Yeah, the final thing that I'll add to is, uh, and this was more, I think, about Niebla, but I saw a quote basically talking about how he does such a great job taking statistics and different measurements from pitchers and applying them and finding like what actually needs to be improved. Um, and I think that's something that we should expect, especially from him. And I know that we're talking about Bob Melvin, but really from this whole coaching staff. And I think that's something that we've seen in the A's organization that they've, it seems like they're always on the forefront of like, you know, making improvements to the game. Like one of those, one of the franchises that does them, the Rays, the Red Sox, I feel like those are like the three that are really on top of it. Um, the Giants lately, the Dodgers have been, uh, you know, there's a lot of teams that are, I feel like they're usually like ahead of the curve. Um, and I think Bob Melvin's been in a situation where he's been around that. So I think that's going to help a lot. But outside of that, I, I think that's it for us. Um, thank you all for listening. We're going to we're gonna finish up our, our offseason plan and then later this week, probably on Saturday, we're going to have Ryan Sakeman about what he's expecting from from this off or not what he's expecting, but what he would do if he was in charge and like his whole offseason plan, which he has a lot like other smaller moves than us. So it'll be really interesting to hear. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to doing that stuff, but we just want to get something out real quick on, on Bob Melvin's interview and just kind of where we're standing with him a little bit after the hire. Cause we only did our, our live stream right after it happened. So cool to talk about him a little bit more here, but thank you all for listening and we'll talk very soon.